Are you a psychic, sensitive, or seeker who wants to learn more? Welcome to The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman, where we dive deep into all things mystic and metaphysical. Here's Sarah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Mystic School. I'm so glad to be with you all today. Um, Today, we're working on the idea of our new generations, different learn why younger people think differently and why this matters. So we'll be talking about that today. And I also invite you to call in for free readings Tuesday to 888-298-5569-888-298-5569. And I'll be happy to... Uh, talk with you about whatever's going on in your life and whatever you'd like to look into or or uh, anything interesting that's been happening to you on the spiritual or psychic front. Um, I do love to remind people, like, don't wait to call in. This is just a, a half-hour show, so uh, you want to call in early. Uh, otherwise, we start to run out of time <laughs> for your questions. So, uh, five, excuse me, 888-298-5569. I also wanted to mention a couple things. So uh, we have a February event at uh, new in Portland at New Renaissance, but that is actually already sold out, which was a big surprise. And so we are now currently signing up for our Seattle event, uh, online event at uh, East West Bookshop, and that is on the website, sarahwiseman.com, and you can sign up for that, and it's all about finding your soul purpose in the Aquarian age, and sort of how this new age brings um, some new focus, and where maybe you thought you were going, uh, that's changing, that's changing actually quite rapidly, and so we're going to do some um, some work on how to find this soul purpose in this more uh, time of change, time of um, newness, time of evolution. So as we evolve what we do and how we think and all of our experiences changes, and this is happening rapidly as we move into this age together. Again, it's free readings Tuesday, 888 Five six nine. The other thing I wanted to mention to you guys is we are we have just opened signups for Intuition University Spring 2023, which begins in March, and that's going really quickly too. It's almost like everyone's been waiting, waiting for 2023 to to jump into things that they've wanted to start for a while. So this is direct training with me, and you learn the core essentials of spiritual intuition. So we take you through um, eight weeks of of, of a very intensive um, training directly in a group uh, with me so that you can learn how to do these methods and how to do these techniques. It's not hard. Uh, It just takes some, it's just about learning the language. It's just about learning how the universe speaks to us and how we can learn to 
interpret that and how we can learn to sort of get this continual flood of information coming in so we always understand uh, our, our next step or where we're being guided to. I want to talk about new generations and uh, it's very interesting because as we've gone through, um, you know, like boomers, Gen X, millennial, Gen Z, uh, I don't know what the youngest group is being called yet, but as we go through these different generations, we are starting to see not only differences in culture or differences in historical events, we're starting to see um, not only differences in technology, but we're starting to see differences in awareness so that maybe for people, uh, older boomers might have received their spirituality as something that happened in um, possibly a church, like you would go to a church and you would talk to God, or you would go to a church and you would pray to God, or you would go to a church and you would have a spiritual experience. And that was sort of like, almost as if you had to go into this place that was either very quiet, uh, you were by yourself, it was just you and God, uh, or it was you were going in community and the community was creating this, sometimes we talk about it, the collective hum. And so a lot of that, those generations, that was their experience of spirituality. Now I have lots and lots of clients who come to me and one of the questions I often ask is what was your religious or spiritual experience as a child? And sometimes people just say, you know, I was devoutly, my family was devoutly this religion or devoutly that religion. And they would, they say, and it made no sense to me and I just rejected it right away. And I find this pretty interesting because for me, um, my early religious background, which was more uh, Protestant and then Catholic, I just deeply fell into the reverence and I loved it. I loved all of it. I mean, like I was deeply into it from from a very young age and um you know my parents weren't into it at all like they weren't churchgoers and so this difference of either really finding a place of solace or a place that you understood from the religion that you were exposed to at that time or being exposed to a religious organization or culture and just completely rejecting it and those seem to be sort of the two um, paths that I noticed from people who are more like in uh, boomer age. And so this is interesting because our association of spirituality comes came from religion. And nowadays, more and more I hear people say, um, I'm spiritual, not religious. This seems to be the, the phrase that people uh, Gen X and older might use. I'm spiritual, not religious. So what is that? what does that mean? I'm spiritual. And then they might uh, say something like, um, love is the ultimate answer or 
um, everything is connected or God is everywhere. These might be common ways of thinking about this idea of being spiritual but not religious. So we've really stepped away. A lot of people have stepped away from the hierarchy of the organized religion, which is like the the humble worshipers at the bottom. And then there's, you know, the, the priest or the pastor, and then there's whoever is higher than them in the, in the organization, and then whoever is higher. And, and then God's at the very top. So really you're quite separate from God. You've got to go through all these layers. Like you'd have to get promoted a lot to be able to be able to speak to God directly. And so all of that organizational system, this idea that we're at the bottom, God's at the very top, and there's a lot of middlemen in between, that seems to have uh, become something that's not really, um, people aren't really subscribing to that plan anymore. What most people are experiencing now in this evolution of our spiritual understanding is this idea that um, it's an equal playing field all souls are equal there's no hierarchy in souls god is within us and without us and um, as i look at it as as god is collective soul god is we are pieces of soul god is god is all of our pieces of soul together that's what the universe is that's what consciousness is that's what love is it's all of us as one as one um, and so this is, you know, this is a big change. This is a big change in our view. It takes us from this idea that we're very separate, we're at the bottom wrong, to this idea of we're one with. And this also takes us away from all of the ways when we were in organized religion there was a lot of morality, there were a lot of laws, there was a lot of cultural belief system that sort of came into play there that we needed to we needed to subscribe to in order to be accepted by the structure. You need to, you know, not eat meat on a certain day or wear a certain type of uh, outfit or do this level of ritual. So there's a lot of value in many of those practices, but the bigger thing was if you don't behave in a way that the group wants you to behave in um, or that the religion or the organized systems says that you should be, then you're not accepted. And this is the place where a lot of people had falling outs with organized religion. Um, why can't I just be myself a general good person, whatever that means to you, um, and yet I'm still being rejected by this thing that says they're in charge of God. So nowadays we have this different idea where uh, different people have different beliefs in morality, different beliefs of how they should live, but this bigger idea seems to be that consciousness doesn't really relate to what color you're wearing or what you're eating uh, on a Friday or whatever day it is or um, what rituals you're doing. That consciousness is something much bigger, almost like it's a different 
question or, or uh, it's asking the wrong question because the answer is so much bigger than it used to be. So all of this helps us change. All this helps us change. Now, the new generations are different because as we were raised with very strict people who had, who were in this hierarchy, they were at the bottom, God was at the top, a bunch of middle men in between, you know, the fire and brimstone, afraid to do things wrong, needing to fit in. And then along comes the different generations. They come along, they start opening up, they start rejecting that view that there's a hierarchy and said, suddenly we're all equal. And then now these newer generations come in that are our children or maybe even grandchildren or our young adults. And they sort of look at like, why did you even have that hierarchy to begin with? What were you thinking? Like, why did you have those rules? Um, it doesn't make sense. And they come in with a very different mindset. They're just like, why did you do that? How could you have fallen for this idea of the hierarchy or the separation? And the other thing that's different about the new generations is not only did they come in without the same level of uh, religious adherence. Now, I'm very well aware that many people do still uh, belong to formalized religions and they do that. So we're talking about um, those that have broken away from this. And according to um, some of the Pew reports, I think it was 70% of people no longer identify with the religion they were raised with as children. So this is a large group of people that are like, oh, our, my family used to be this, but I don't do that anymore. And I just sort of have this more general, I'm spiritual, but not religious. And then my kids have, and um, this is, this is the new generation. So they are coming at it from a different cultural and a different spiritual perspective. They're not coming at it from this hierarchy place. Um, and so the other reason they're different, so they're different because they're not raised within the religious system and they don't relate to what the religious system was even about because they don't have a frame of reference for it. And then they also have this nifty thing called, you know, the internet, their phones. And so uh, they are some of the first generations, these younger Gen Z and below, where, you know, they're pretty much born with a phone in their hand at some level, or they get a phone really early. And suddenly, instead of having the strict rules of a particular religious system or particular cultural system, you know, they can travel the world. They can travel the world instantly and all day long, and they are rubbing shoulders with people uh, who may be similar to them, but also may be very, very different and who have very different ideas. And so this whole idea of um, getting a very broad exposure to many different kinds of ideas that no longer are dependent on uh, the family system to provide, no longer dependent on the, the church system to divide, to provide. So they're open in a different way. 
and the freedom that comes with this level of interaction. Now, you know, you could argue, okay, but all they're doing is going on TikTok. How valid is that? That's not really elevating them. And I agree, it's not, you know, um, it's nice to watch puppy videos, but it's also not, um, it's probably not, or it's, it's nice to watch food videos, but it's probably not shifting the awareness that much. It's not. And yet, just this simple idea that instead of going through the multi-layers and praying to God and like, you hope God will get your message to the idea that we're all equal, God is within us and without us, we're all part of collective soul, to this younger group that might not even speak in those terms, soul, I don't know, I'm not sure that that's a term they're going to be using necessarily, but this idea of everyone, or we're in it, or we support each other, and so it's almost like collective soul really pops into the human experience of the younger person. There's a sense of us. There's a sense of we. It's not this individualized me and my. There's a sense of cooperative um, cooperative awareness where there's this awareness that we have to do this together because otherwise things won't work. Um, and interestingly, a lot of the younger folks, younger kids, are super, super involved with the ecology and nature. They haven't had as much exposure to nature, most likely, because, um, you know, back generations ago, we lived a lot closer to nature, even if we lived in a city. It was less dense. There were... Um, there were less cars, we might, you know, not everybody might have a car. Um, we just lived a, a simpler way, like you might not have had, um, you know, some, some of our grandparents didn't have bathrooms, they had an outhouse that they went to, or this type of, they, they did farming, they did gardening, and so we were pretty close to nature a lot. And now that the new generations come, this idea of uh, this idea of a return to nature and this fascination with things like having your own chickens in your yard or going to look at the trees or having plants or going outside or going hiking. And these are all things that they didn't have growing up and now they want to return to this sense. And so again, nature is where a lot of people have their biggest spiritual breakthroughs. They have this connection with this bigger consciousness that's found uh, from, from the natural world. And so they're going and having those experiences. And again, you know, part of it is like, there was this kind of lockdown from about Gen, 
Gen Z or maybe even a little bit older than that, but there was this kind of lockdown where suddenly uh, kids were no longer free range kids where they could wander home from school by themselves and, and look at the flowers on their way or look at the trees or look at the bugs on the sidewalk. That was all taken away. They were popped into a car and never allowed outside hardly at all. So this sense of being free in a space or being by yourself in the environment or understanding how to do things like um, find your way home without your phone, for example. Like, how do you do that? How do you navigate a terrain? How do you, there was so much overlayer of protection that a lot of this um, was missed. And so now there's this return and there's this fascination. Like, I want to go into nature. I want to be around animals. I want to have plants. I want to adventure. And again, all of this is creating this deeper sense of connection. So what we're seeing again in these, the new generations, some of the reasons they're different are they don't, they don't ascribe to the hierarchy of organized religion anymore. That's something they're not, they're not uh, that interested in. Um, they have immediate connection because of their devices. So they're exposed to a lot more people from all over the world. And then because they, the generations before them were so protected, these new ones are like wanting to go out and experience nature as one of the things that they, they find really enlivening this eco ecological consciousness. And then finally, there's this idea of, um, the equality as coming out as non-racist, non-genderist, non-sexist, non-ableist, this idea of the us as this sort of new evolution of consciousness where anything that's separate is understood to be incorrect. They're, they are us versus me versus you or us versus them. They are us and they're having this understanding and proclaiming loudly like um, some of these old rules or old biases are just really not acceptable. So as you work to, um, if you're a person that's working with the new generations or if you're just interested in them, it's pretty fascinating. There hasn't been a group with these um, these particular characteristics. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know, but it, it feels like, especially the technology piece, we haven't had it before. So this is kind of a new marker arriving right in time, right in the Aquarian, the start of the Aquarian age to sort of take us to the new level. And when you understand that these generations um, Gen Z and below, Gen Z and younger are the ones, right? In 20 years, maybe even in 10 years, in 10 years, in 20 years, in 30 years, this, these, this group comes into power with all of these ideas. 
And the old school, which is rapidly leaving now, also uh, begins to take on newer and newer and newer approaches. Already we're seeing the effect of millennials in leadership positions. And then we're going to have Gen Z come in and then the next. And it's like things are going to be changing incredibly rapidly. We, it's like this idea of the, <laughs> we are who we've been waiting for, but it's not necessarily we the boomers or older. Uh, <laughs> we're not waiting for us anymore. We're waiting for these next groups to come in and bring their new ideas and their new awarenesses and consciousness into the world. And this is what this is what's happening. And I, I'm, for one, feeling incredibly hopeful about the whole situation. I um, have the great pleasure of knowing quite a few younger people, and I'm just astonished by their awareness and um, what they're thinking about and kind of how they're approaching uh, their place in this this part of history and this part of our human evolution. Alrighty, everybody, you have been listening to Sarah Wiseman at sarahwiseman.com. Um, a couple things. We've got our free um, mini course on the website, sarahwiseman.com. Go get there and get that. We've got signups for our March online event at Seattle's East West Bookshop. And you can sign up for there at the website also, sarahwiseman.com. And remember also, we are having active signups for Intuition University Spring 2023. We always sell out. Uh, this is the, um, I think it, it's either the 11th or 12th year, but it's been, it's sold out <laughs> since it started. It always sells out. I try and keep the groups pretty manageable. And this is direct training with me, the core essentials of spiritual intuition. And if you like that eight week session, you can go on and take the full year training, and then you can take the reader training and become one of the visionary psychics um, that I feature on the website. They're just marvelously gifted readers and I've all trained with them directly. Everybody, Thank you so much for listening, and I will look forward to being with you next time. Thanks for listening. Want more of The Mystic School with Sarah Wiseman? Tune in for uplifting talk on psychic opening, spiritual awakening, and all things mystic and metaphysical. Want to connect with Sarah? Visit sarahwiseman.com.